We're live, Jamali. Yo. Staying live over there. What's up, man? How are you doing? I'm all right, bro. Long time, man. How you been? I'm good. I think it's probably as weird in New York as it is in London, but you guys have that Mm. new strain. So what's going on over there? Well, I mean, it's like um, it's like it's like what it's been like since you know early this year, where we don't know what's going on really. Um, they say there's a new strain, which I mean, you know, I say they say like I'm gonna go into conspiracy, but uh, they say there's a new strain now. So it's seventy percent more, but seventy percent more likely to catch it's more transmissible. And then what they're basically saying is that the strain came from South Africa. So someone's come from South Africa with the strain. Now they're saying it might have happened and then sure. passed it on through that way. They're already passing the buck to South Africa? Yeah, here, they said South Africa did it, yeah. Here they're blaming you. Like they're saying oh, that one that came in from Britain right now, cops effective today, are going to mm. go door to door and check on people in hotels and Airbnbs what? to make sure they're maintaining quarantine. If they don't, if they're not, they can be deported in a thousand dollar fine. Wow. Yeah, it's like going that, so hard. I mean, you know, what's going on with the ports and that. So basically, you know, we got this uh, Dover to France uh, ferry, which basically transports goods. And it's, it's a lot of van drivers. And now there's like, like a huge backlog of vans and, and lorries that can't get on the ferry because uh, of the of the virus and they're trapped there and they've closed all the borders. Everyone shut their borders to us now. So basically we can't even leave London, you know? So we're trapped in London now because basically it's different tiers and different towns. So some it, towns is, yeah, sir. Is it divided into like the subway districts, like the one, two, and three? No, 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 You can, I mean, you, you well, no, I think now you can't, even I think you're, I think you're meant to stay in your house now, but you definitely can't leave London. Like you can't go London to Bristol. Like that's banned unless you got work. But it's, like, it's again, it's that weird thing of it's 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 um it's it's it's, it's kind of impossible because it's a social contract. It's not you know no they don't have I don't think the police have the manpower to stop everyone on the motorway. Just you know what I'm saying like they just don't have that finance. So yeah, it's like you, you guys have like the ultimate CCTV infrastructure though. Mm. I don't think that's being used for this. I oh, mean, really? You know, and that's like in your city centers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. there, there, there could be a way. I mean, they, they could track your number plates, but I think they already know that people are on the edge anyway. So if they start tracking you and giving you fines, I think you'll fucking go over the edge. So I think they're trying to maintain some type of, you know, we're all in this together type thing, as opposed to the state versus you. I just rewatched all this, the Snowden documentary and then the Oliver Stone oh, movie. Yeah. Man, I thought we were the real bad ones, but you guys are next level. Oh, man. We, we're like the most watched place in Europe, man. Like and everywhere CCTV. Dude, and there's a cable that runs right from there. It's like just north of Bristol mm. to Jersey here. That's like the wow. main, it's the main heartbeat of the intelligence community going on. And I was it's like, crazy. you know, when you watch a documentary now and you're just, I'm ADD, so I'm on my phone googling stuff that comes up, yeah. and it's there's like a little town in Jersey that the cable basically runs to, and that's when we were tapping Merkel and everybody, which we probably still are. Fucking crazy! What's, I don't even know that shit, man. Dude, what's going on with comedy now? Because obviously you're stand comedian. What do we do? What comedy? There is, but comedy. There's no comedy, bro. I know. 
It's, well, you uh, do, you're, you're talking about comedy, bruv. It's done. I know. There's nothing but funny you be, anymore. You, you, be, you better get some TikTok or something, fam. You know what I'm saying? You better but make dude, a little funny video. I don't star. I don't. <laughs> you, you, you better sell them skateboards and make some TikToks, bro. Oh, man. I'm going to fucking start dancing next to Care Bears here in about five yeah, minutes. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> With a Care Bear filter in that. Yeah, bro. like, and, I mean, and then. Go. No, go. What's up? No, I, mean, I, I think all jokes aside, it's, it's just, it's going through its evolution and it's kind of speeded up you know where it was inevitably going which is everything kind of going online anyway and i think it's just speeded up that process i think the process was inevitable that you know it was all about going to be online and having content and all this shit but i think it's just speeded up the process and i think you just kind of have to if you're really about it just have different avenues of finances if you're you know because live it just ain't paying for it no more I mean, there is no live circuit. And live was always like when I was when I was doing stand up. Live was always the safety net. Like you were like, oh, if TV doesn't work out, if this doesn't work out, I'll just do live. I I just go back to the clubs where that doesn't exist, and it shows you how fickle it was, you know. It's weird because I just wanted to be a nightclub comedian. Yeah, I thought that was enough. Um, but then it's weird because you start getting a certain place in your nightclub comedy where you're like, oh, I could work on other projects. That'd be cool. Yeah. And then now we're here and it's just all online content. Yeah. But did you think that was sustainable to be a nightclub comedian? Cause I think like even pre this dudes were saying that it's kind of becoming unsustainable to be just a club comic in England. I mean, I don't know about America, I don't... but you know, cause I know America, if you, if you start headlining weekends, when I did tours in America, I did off nights and made okay money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I could do a Tuesday at Portland Helium and make okay money and make more money than I would do in clubs in England on a Tuesday. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't it's kinda like unless you're like a, a headliner. Yeah. I mean you gotta tell me I don't know really about America, but in England it's like it was coming towards a point where it was getting harder to be a club just a club comedian. You kinda had to have something else cooking as well, I think. It seems like there's like a few people in New York City that can make a really good living mm-hmm. doing spots in the city, like premium top of the food chain spots. And then you What's work that the weekend. highest paid spots. Fuck. Uh, I mean, two hundred a set, three hundred a set or something. No, no, I don't know anyone like that. I mean, like oh. uh, unless unless it's like, you know, I guess I don't know enough about the top of the food chain stuff. So everyone has their own deals, but like typical spot. Isn't oh. that much at like the seller, mm-hmm. but like I know some of the bigger comedy clubs. Like I don't mean bigger in terms of uh, reputation, but bigger in terms of size. Like in there, yeah, I think they pay more. Uh, but again, I haven't done those deals. Like I, I've seen the best comics in the world take fifty bucks. Oh, wait, wait, so um, is it is this just to do spots in the city? Yeah, this is just spots in the city. Yeah, and you but, get, and people negotiate. So there's no flat fee for spots in the city. Like people can negotiate spots in the city fees. So there's flat spots, flat flat pay spots at places like the cellar, right? Uh-huh. But then there's also door deals when they do like special shows for themselves at these comedy clubs. I don't think yeah, cellar yeah, yeah, counts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So that's like the same as here. Like if I did Top Secret, it'd be flat. But then if I did a solo, I could get a door deal on that. Yeah, yeah, or, here. yeah, or like at Top Secret, I know even for me, like you do the flat spots downstairs and upstairs on like a Friday night, but if you book your preview yeah. and like, you know, you get bucket. So I don't, 
That's a good question. Oh, you can but, charge on You can charge. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or tickets or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But that's interesting to me because the dudes that are like really hitting it hard, like your top top one percenters here, are like working the weekends and they're gone Thursday through Sunday every week, mm-hmm. or it used to be. They're making like you know, you take like the high. They're making so much money on door deals. Like the my home club where I started, big names would come in there and make thirty, forty thousand dollars in a weekend. What what club's that? Doctor Grins. Doctor Grins, where's that? Uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, Grand Rapids. Okay, it's okay, such okay. a comedy uh, spot. I, I think I and again, I didn't see the books, but I heard of a door yeah. deal that was that because the comic just took ticket, and then I believe how it works is the um, club keeps the bar, mm-hmm. which they're doing five and six shows, and they're selling out every single one. Because I used, yeah. I hosted I hosted for a couple of guys like that when I was there, and it was pretty mm. wild to be like. And then you see, like in the summer when they have the less known headliners come in, mm-hmm. how different it is because uh, like, when I came in, <laughs> uh, I think you get winter dates. You, yeah, you got the. No, I did. So I did summer date. I did. Uh, I did. I only did. You know, I've only done one club weekend. The rest of them, I just did um, uh, um, uh, door deals on an off night. Really? Yeah, I made more money doing door deals on an but... off night than I did the whole weekend. Wait, so these headphones are bothering bothering me. I'm trying to figure this out. But what is weird to me, can you wait? I'm not going to be able to hear you now. One second. Hold up, Jamal. Sorry. Yeah. All right, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. But now I can't. Ah, oh, goddamn, this thing sucks. Just let it go. All right. Why are you right. wearing headphones? Can't you hear me through the monitor? Well, I can hear you through the monitors, but I'm afraid that. The monitor speaker is going to come through this mic. It didn't before. It's not. It's not picking up. I can't. I can't hear a relay. Okay. Cool. Awesome. All right. So we'll yeah. go back to what I was saying before the tech meltdown. But you're mm. an indie. Like I, I've done. I've done your shows. <laughs> I've been. I've been your fluffer. They uh like you got the indie ticket and in that you can do an off night and pack it out no problem because your yeah. people aren't of the old strategy. Like it's not yeah, the yeah. old way of you know like. I mean, it was weird to see because I, you know, I worked for some headliners before I moved to New York, and it was like, you know, those guys are like, I would say their target demo is like people that are uh, like, oh, who's at Doctor Grins this weekend? You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. they're gonna go see some comedy and they're gonna have their drinks and they're gonna have a great time with their two drink minimum. But like, I saw you, the show we did in Chicago that I did that was fucking awesome. That was that was like that was fun. That was so much. It fun. doesn't feel like doesn't feel like a year ago, isn't it? Dude, I don't. I can't decide. I go for moments of was it a week ago or was it a lifetime yeah. ago? I can't. It feels at least like this year, but it's not. I can't. But that was it. it was cold as fuck. So it must have been. It must have been near. It must have been like. It was November. No, I mean, it was I right. Was it was, yeah, it was right when I was back in Michigan. So uh, yeah, that was a man. That Shit, was a, that was an emotional show. That was a rough week. <laughs> was awesome yeah, to come see. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. Um, yeah. we just cut out of there. Um, Sorry. but they had, a. uh, but I always thought that that that's the, that's the future of what our job is, is like with the way you're doing it. Like you're kind of mm-hmm. state of the art in that you book your own, you bring your own, you deal with the door yourself or like the shows here at union hall that you did. Yeah. 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 Which was yeah, what? Yeah. Two or, years ago. That was about two years ago. I mean, the, the thing is, is you have to weigh the risk with the reward. So say I did Chicago sold out, right? Yeah. And made good money, you know, boom. 
I mean, what I, yeah, what I would consider good money from, yeah. But then I did New Orleans and yeah. maybe sold 10 tickets. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, and I did, I did like, fuck it. I did like Arizona, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, I maybe sold 40 tickets. But then I would do, you know, I'd do New York and I would sell 300. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it's just about, it's just about the risk and the reward or I go Miami and I'll sell out. I'll sell, you know, 200 tickets, you know, and it's like, you kind of have to risk the, 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 um, uh, you have to hold the risk as well. Cause I'm paying for it all. So it's not like the club are flying me out. Cause then yeah. I, would, I did, I did a club weekend. Uh, I did a club weekend and they, and so I did, one show Thursday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Yeah, so Thursday, so I did like five, six shows, and I made less money than when I did one show in Portland. Yeah, that's. Do you know what I'm saying on a, no, on a mean, Tuesday? And a lot like, of that then, city, like yeah, too, then, like New Orleans is not a stand-up town. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 no, no, I, yeah. I, do, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm just saying in terms of like that. How can I put it? It's like, so when I did that club that weekend, I made less money, but then they they paid for my hotel, they paid for my flight. Yeah. Boom. Do you know what I'm They pick you up. It, it's, it's so, you, so you're not paying for your travel from the airport. And little things like that, like what other people that don't, uh, you know, people listening might go, well, you know, why does that matter? Is that because that all eats into profit and when it's your business, it's all margins, isn't it? Yeah, and, definitely. You know, so it's like, you know, so you could sort of go, okay, cool. I could just do the weekends and do five shows and probably earn less money, or I could risk it and say, okay, cool. I might sell here. I might have to build more market here and come back regularly. Like, you know, I did Cleveland and I did a bowling alley and I sold, you know, 20 tickets. But then in my mind, it's like, okay, cool. Next time I go Cleveland, I could sell, you know, hopefully sell 50 tickets or maybe 45 tickets. And then what I do is I use that Miami show, which I know sells well to help pay for the other shows. Cause those, those American shows, like when I, when I do those American tours, quote unquote, I don't really, I don't really make no money. You know, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking even or losing a little bit, but it's just about. Are you building. saying like in terms of after the flights and everything? Yeah. yeah after flights, hotels, after, you know, you also um, live pretty plush when you're over here, though. You are, you are, you are not on the like, like you're not a couch surfer. Every time I see you in New York, I'm like, why the fuck don't you stay at my house? Like you're like, oh, I'm at the, yeah, I'm impose. at the I W Hotel. Impose. Yeah, but I don't want to impose on you. I get it, but like, I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, I, it's I, I just, get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's but just it's like that's the leftover TV residue in you. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I do is like so. But when I'm doing the so when I'm in New York. That's that's I don't class that as money or business. I can just class that as that's my holiday time. Yeah. So I might book something nice for that, but when I'm on the rest of the tour, I'm staying in fucking you know budget hotels. Like yeah. I grind, you know. I do yeah. when I'm on tour. I do grind. It's it's such it's so weird because even doing your show like in Chicago, which is packed out like to the gills. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking after the show, and we're like, "Oh, dude, this is gonna be great next year." And then now it's just gone. And it's, you know, and I, and you know, because someone was asking me, I don't know what type of podcast is this, so sorry if this is boring. Um, somebody was asking me, you know, about the second lockdown. Cause we had a second lockdown here, 
And they're like, oh, how do you feel about it? And it was like the first lockdown took so much from me, you know, yeah. in terms of work. And, and I was sort of like building a career I wanted. And I was sort of, I had a couple things in line that were going to push me into a direction I wanted. Because for a long time, I've sort of, you know, done stuff I didn't really want to do or, you know, sort of been sort of on the fence about stuff. Or, you know, I thought I sort of seen my career veering in a way I didn't want it to go. And I sort of saw it kind of going in the way I needed it to go to get to where I want to be. And to have that taken away, you know, just by the second lockdown, I just didn't really give a fuck anymore. But it kind of made me a lot more zen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it made me a lot more zen about things. It made me a lot more realizing how fickle things are and what is always present in life that I have. You know what I'm saying? No, 100%. What is what's present now and all those other things are the stuff that can come and go and you have to kind of let go of it and just accept that that's what it is. And um, yeah, so, you know, I think that made lockdown a lot more easier. And so when I think about Chicago, when I go, fuck, like it took me a long time to build that where I could go to Chicago and sell a show. Yeah. And that's like my dream. Like that, my, my dream was, my thing is I want to tour. I want to do stand up. Yeah. You know, and to be able to go do it in America, like as a, you know, someone from England, that was like a big deal for me, you know, like some of my highlights of my career was like, you know, the first time walking on stage to a sold out show in New York City. Like that for me was a, career highlight you know what i'm saying definitely like, yeah you know and to have that taken away and even just the uncertainty of like can i can i get it back you know because uh you know in two years things change you know would i still have the audience there would that you know all those things sort of play on your mind and you kind of have to accept that if it does go it's gone and i work towards it and if it doesn't happen again at least i had it you know what i'm saying and yeah, that's you, kind of that. Yeah, gone. I just keep. I can't stop thinking about like, what if this would have happened before social media in our careers? Mm-hmm. Because there'd be no way to capture a crowd back. Yeah, because you're able as like you're able to use your social media as a placeholder. Yeah, and you're able to put the stuff out. But like, it's so weird because you want to talk to like older comics or whatever. Like I was like talking to older everybody, yeah. but there's nothing in the books about this and how to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's unprecedented times, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it is. I, I'm kind of veering over towards. I'm, I'm, I'm off the kind of depressed side of it, and more in the exciting part of it. There you go. So my uh, phone's dying, so I'm gonna put it on charge. No, you're good. Um, there you go. I'm gonna mark that because it says your name, and I'm gonna cut it. Oh, out. thank you. Appreciate it. All right. No, I just, I. Uh, it's just weird having like a whole week. I know myself before I like got motivated of just sitting around and being like, like kind of like, oh, I'll, I'll go do some underground spots here. And then I'm having like an ethical dilemma with that because I'm a head case in that aspect. Like I don't want anyone to come out and get sick. And with New York shows is now like people are coming out to see particular comics. People are just looking for something to do right now. Have you yeah, had experience yeah, yeah. performing like during not lockdown, but in between you were doing, you did top yeah, secret yeah, I again, doing, didn't you? I was doing shows. I w- I did, um, I was doing shows. I stayed in London. I didn't go out of town and do shows. Did I? No, I didn't. Um, yeah. I mean, it was sort of like they, the government sort of set guidelines. Yeah. For health and safety. And, you know, any moral thing I had, it was like, you know, at some point I have to go work and, you know, it's like, 
you know, that this is my job. This is how I pay my bills. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I can't, if, if they allowing us to work, I can't go, ah, nah, you know, I have to, you know, it's, and it's like, and I think nightlife and entertainment is sort of seen as just a luxury item for consumers that they don't realize that that's actually an industry. Definitely. Still needs to exist. Yeah. And for us to just, you know, feed ourselves. So I did shows and I saw I didn't, I, I tried not to have too much more anguish over it, you know, cause it's my fucking job. But uh, yeah, I did, I did some shows. Yeah. Sorry. That was yeah. a long way of saying I did some shows. <laughs> are you getting <laughs> I, went, I went around the whole houses with that one sorry about that are the people in Britain uh, are they getting stimulus we are getting uh, uh, every couple months I think okay so if you if you have a job job so if you have a 9 yeah. to 5 and you can't go work the government are giving you 80% of your check okay per month or what time. about, so, what about pe people like us well I get um, what they do is they look at my net median or something like they look at what I earn through tax returns and then they give me a percentage based on that so I got two checks uh, this year so I got paid twice this year and I think I'm entitled to another one early next year so I've got so it's like a, I think it's something like 80% of what it said I earned on my tax return or some shit like that all right are you jealous that we're getting 600 again? I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, I think that, um, you know, it's a bit too much money. Yeah. Honestly, and, uh, I think it's, I think it just shows how generous, uh, uh, America can be sometimes, you know, the fact that you get, I was thinking about this the other day, even if you live in no offense, Oklahoma, but if you live in middle of fucking nowhere, I'm talking about, forget New York city and LA, yeah. We're big city people, so we can get kind of, you know, we can get bubbled and go, well, my rent's 3000 That's not normal. But <laughs> if, even if you live in fucking, you know, you live in, you know, fucking Apple, you know, Green Apple fucking Kentucky, yeah. right? <laughs> $600 isn't fucking paying your month's rent. No, it's not. That's not, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you live in a <laughs> shit town, 600 doesn't even pay your rent. Like that's, that's not, that's, that's like a, that's not a month's rent in a shit town. So how the fuck are they expecting people in sort of, you know, anywhere to survive on that? Like it's a, it's a mad, it's such a mad, no, I mean the 1200 even was such a mad notion, you know, cause it should be based on, you know, wage at least like, you know, there should be some stimulus and wage. And it's like, you're not a third world country, you're a first world country. And it, you know, it's really weird because I have to keep her friend. <laughs> reminding some mutual friends that we know that live in new york that are comedians and they're like i'm fucking dying out here i'm like dude you have acting classes twice a week and you have a speech therapist class. yeah yeah yeah, yeah what yeah, the yeah. fuck are you talking i keep thinking about like single mothers where i'm from i don't know why there's yeah. not one particular but just like you know yeah. we had unemployment too which is dude like okay so in michigan where i'm from they just a lady just got arrested because she was posting on instagram like presents for her boyfriend she had like 35 followers which if that's not a crime alone i don't know what it yeah, is yeah, yeah. she had a new range rover with a bow on it and it turns out her best friend ran the michigan unemployment office and she'd gotten like over three million dollars through fraud what? <laughs> it was... it's just you just you know it's sort of like uh has you know it's like the scene in goodfellas when 
Robert De Niro started killing everyone because they started spending the money they yeah, got. From the- for sure. Yeah, there's a reason why. Because you got to keep it fucking quiet. Why if you stole three... If I stole three million, I would live poor. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Like, I yeah, you are, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you then go buy a Range Rover? Like, it's just you're so dumb at that point, man. And yeah, you can't yeah. be, you know, to, 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 to come up with the plan to get three million from unemployment. It's fucking mad. And not to mention, like, it, it's like that, uh, it's like the movie Office Space when they fuck up the decimal point. Mm. They think they're going to get like fractions of pennies, but it's like tens of dollars and they have like hundreds of thousands of dollars in over a weekend. Like if you could have just chilled on that, you could have milked it forever. But here's the difference. Like they're basically being like, like here's our Range Rover and it said like, sweetie, there'll be a better present tomorrow. And it's like a photo of a fucking private jet from Getty Images. (laughs) But uh, that's like new fraud. Old fraud is like Wall Street here, like Kanye and like Soho House getting a million dollars from the PPP loans. Yeah, it's like we just don't. People aren't conditioned to know how to scam it. You need to like kind of set your expectations and don't be over the radar. Are you guys getting like what is it like? Obviously, apparently, obviously, and apparently, our election is not done yet. I don't know if you uh, read Facebook with racist uncles, but apparently, it's still in the uh, Do you know what I? I mean, my Facebook is quite um, bubbly in terms of that. It's very much people saying Biden won. Except a couple of uh, you know, don't uh, you right wing renegades? But I, I, with that whole election situation, I all I know is is that it all got thrown out at the Supreme Court, right? Like none of the Supreme Courts. It didn't even up. make to my understanding, and I, I think I'm okay at reading, but I just got so lost recently because there's so much to read. I don't think it even made it to a federal appeals court. I think it. I could be totally wrong on that, but I think. At a state level, it was shut down across, and I could be 100% wrong on that. But I know, I think, like, who was it? S- some some judge somewhere, I want to Illinois maybe, I don't know, just basically threw it out and was like, this is ridiculous. And then I, I also read that they were starting to make lawyers basically uh, be under oath and be like, do you believe in this, like, your client's cause? And since they're under oath, they don't want to perjure themselves and then be disbarred. So then lawyers are basically like, nah, fuck this. Like, it's not worth losing my career over. They got to think down the line. Um, I think it's right. Because I think, because why I heard, and again, you know, it's new, so I don't take it too seriously. But it was seem to have an, I heard that there was like some argument in the White House. And even Giuliani was like, don't do it. Like, ooh. this has gone too far or some shit. Like, apparently, even Man, Giuliani. That seems was, like something Giuliani would leak himself. That dude does yeah. not know stop. Yeah, well, I don't. I mean, again, I Maybe. don't know. But apparently, it's like a, pun- a bunch of Trump's advisors was like, you know, we can't carry on doing this. But I know again, that the, the internals, not. like his GOP people that are still around him, have been saying that. Apparently, they're like, this is because people they need those careers like long. And now the boogeyman, air quote, is gone. It was about martial law, and it was like because the oh, way yeah, that they, yeah. could recount, they could do a recount is if. He imposes martial law and yeah. he makes the military do it. And apparently, someone advised it and said, "Hey, maybe we should, you know, think about it." And then apparently, Mayor Juli- uh, Mayor Juliana, uh, Juliana was like, "Yeah, my man, forever my man." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was like, you know, no, you can't fucking do martial law. That's fucking mad. Because I yeah. think even, you know, even, even, even these politicians, I think, you know, if that is a true story, I think even they realize, like, hey, man, you know. You know, I think people sort of talk about, I think saying a thing and what the reality of that thing is, is two totally different things. Totally. You know, like to say martial law 
and then what the reality of a martial law state is yeah. is fucking horrifying. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. And who's that? Is it Flynn? Who is the who is the um general that was speaking? What's up? Is it the guy who came out of prison? Yeah, yeah, and he was saying that uh, martial law isn't that big of a deal. It's been done 64 times before in this country. It's like, that is not in context. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not just like, double. it's not yeah. like, ah, you do martial law. Yeah, it's not, it's not in context. Then, uh, like, it's a disaster, right? They, it, like, it, Katrina was martial law at some point, right? Yeah, uh, uh, Lincoln did martial law. Mm. Um, yeah, but, that's, when you have to do, that's when you have to do this with your gun. Yeah, yeah that's what they fucking... Yeah, it's like that, have you seen... Have you seen Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman? Is that with the monkeys? Hell yeah, it's with the monkeys. Yeah, yeah, I've seen That's that. martial law. Freeman. Isn't that weird that that movie was like, oh, this is fucking outrageous, and now I can totally understand that happening. <laughs> yeah, at the time, that you had to really suspend disbelief. Yeah, and like that town you're talking about, was it Greenleaf, Kentucky? Could totally yeah, yeah, Greenapolis, Kentucky. They're like, oh, here comes the cure. And then the old medicine man comes out of the woods. <laughs> you taking the vaccine? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was... I was like, man, I, I want to read more, but I don't think my I'm I just gonna do it because I want to. I don't, dude. Well, they just passed. They didn't pass a law. They're saying now. First off, are you taking it? Yeah. Um, I mean, most likely, I guess. I I I mean, I'm very down. I I don't have to worry about it for any amount of time because I'm very low on the list. I'm a fucking healthy. Yeah. You know man in his 20s like then you know they're not coming they're not gonna jab me up anytime soon but i don't know man i think it's sort of like the problem is is it's sort of like anything is the extreme have made the argument ridiculous so when you got people saying that like it, it's good they're gonna put microchips in you and it sort of makes the idea of like hey maybe you shouldn't just inject your thing yourself with a stuff with a thing that hasn't been tested for that long you know what i mean yeah. uh ridiculous when it is that's a legitimate question to ask you know i'm not saying you know i won't take the vaccine or you know i think the vaccine's evil but at the same time i don't think you should just willy-nilly inject yourself with a thing that you don't know about that haven't researched you know not yeah it's kind of like an apple product they're testing on their consumers like that yeah 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 I, I don't know i don't but i mean the, the way the way the situation is is you know the way it shut down the world, it's probably, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if there'll be a situation where I can't travel if I haven't had that vaccine. Like you have with, you know, China, if you want to go China, you have to take a bunch of, um, you have to take some shots. If you want to go Africa, yeah. you have to take shots. And I think it would just be like that. And I don't know if I'm willing to, you know, stop my career by not having it. That's the conclusion I, mean? I came to. Like those bio passports, like I yeah. can't, the world feels so small right now. I like, you know, just like it, and the amount of other things I do to my body on a regular basis is like yeah. I'm gonna fucking worry, you know. It's yeah. I mean, um, I I I I I've eaten ass of a girl on the first date. I think yeah. taking a, you know, I can't be like, but like I've put my life at risk for many sure. <laughs> I, it's like I'm a, I'm like a New York City comedian. Like like it's funny yeah. to be like, oh, I hope that uh, uh, injection's organic. It's like really, yeah. I I kind of was on a high horse for about five minutes, being like, well, I need to read more, and it not during this administration and Moderna or Pfizer, who's gonna do it? Um, but now I just I, I need instant gratification, and if other people get to leave the country and I don't, just for vacation, like I'm gonna just take it. Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm very much pining for the road again. It's insane, and then also I'm pining to not be closeted about my job. 
Like, yeah. like there's so many people that are doing like these like low key New York like shows and like super spreading and things like that. It is like on half you're like, ah, damn it. Like it sucks. But like so are these shows, are these shows sort of like illegal shows or are they legal? There shows? are illegal shows for sure. There's illegal shows. Illegal shows. Like not, not, a, not within the totally wrong, like, like uh, legally, <laughs> ethically. And uh, Fuck, I, it was me the D I was after, man. But, yeah, um, I know, right? I like no. uh, it's funny when like certain comics have a few drinks and then they everyone starts talking, they're like, oh, fuck it, I'll do it anywhere. But man, I don't know. I wish if this were to happen to me in my 20s, I would give a lot less up. I, you know, how would you know? <laughs> 38, man. Are you 38? Okay, yeah, you should, you should be careful, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm geriatric. Yeah, I'm yeah. super old. Yeah, Isn't it weird. You know, I I I had to Google how old I was the other day. I actually forgot. You forgot how old you are. You're that age. Yeah, yeah. I Google. Yeah, I, for some reason, I kept on thinking I was 27 for a little for a couple of days. I was like, I'm 27. Like, Fuck, I ain't 27 no more. How old are you? I'm 29. Oh man, you're gonna spend yeah. your 30s in lot. When's your birthday? What month? My birthday in April. April. Okay. All right. So my birthday was in lockdown, and it was the first birthday I had that I wasn't traveling. Like I wasn't at work. Yeah, I, I took it off specifically to have to spend at home and then lockdown. I remember like I was getting offered work and I said, I was saying to my agent, I said, listen, I am not working that day. I'm, on, I'm, I'm, off. I'm off. I'm taking my birthday. Yeah. I'm seeing my mom. I do. And then what happens? Fucking lockdown happens. And it's the fucking another birthday. I didn't get to spend with no one. So it was. Uh, I, 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 my last birthday was with you. It was the day before in Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your birthday in it? Yeah, so that was the yeah, night yeah, of yeah, that yeah, one, yeah, and then yeah, well, yeah, it was yeah. the next day. But you I drove did that down, show. You drove down from Detroit. Uh, from Grand Rapids, yeah, 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 from the other side of the state. So I can't. I just happened to be in town, and uh, yeah, I remember. Um, it was so weird because, like, comedy wise, is always like you have like your life, and then you have your comedy life, and I think. The more this becomes a full time thing, those those intersect. But like yeah. pulling around the corner and seeing you smoking a cigarette on the corner in Chicago was like a full circle moment to me. Where it was like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, that's how long ago it was. I don't even smoke cigarettes no more. That's how long ago that was. Well, you still vape. It's the same shit. It's not the same shit. Mom. What are you talking okay. about? It's oh wait, a, wait, 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 wait. You want to talk about not... shit you put in your body? What? what? <laughs> It's not the same. This this is this is flavored goodness. Yeah. Oh. Cigarettes are bad for you. Is yeah. that Moderna or Pfizer that makes that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's yeah. on what so what's the attraction of vaping? Is it is it purely a nicotine thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah but you're always on that hog, right? Just constant? I smoke it quite a lot, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I, you like, get pods. I go through quite a few pods a day. During isn't that weird that that's an expense? Yeah, do you know what, mate? It's cheaper than smoking, but it's it's still something I spent, you know, because on cigarettes, man, like, I, because, I mean, cigarettes are 10 pounds, so that's, what, $13 or some shit, I don't know. Yeah. But they like, so, and that's for a pack, and I smoked a pack a day, maybe a pack and a half a day, and that's 10 pounds It's like day. 17 here. I don't smoke, but like that's what. Yeah, it's about seven dollars. Yeah, I remember when I was a Kawhi dude. Oh was... yeah, I do remember. I remember you specifically buying some here and being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. Do you know what's funny? I went to Harlem. I had to go see someone in Harlem, and I went to the cigarette. I went to the uh, bodega guy. Yeah, eight dollar cigarettes. 
Yeah, no, no. I asked for I asked for some cigarette cigarette box, and he pulled out a Lucy, like yeah. a single cigarette, and I was like, no, yeah. I want to buy a box, and he went the whole thing. No one buys the whole box. He went. The whole box? I went, yeah, I want to buy the whole box. And he sort of just went like, are you sure you want to buy the whole box? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, That's Did they have those in London? They have uh, unlicensed uh, cigarettes yeah, here. Where basically yeah. you go to the deli and if they think you're cool, you just yeah. give them the exact amount of $8 cash and they're Virginia tag cigarettes. No, here they'll give you, well, here they do under the counter, you can buy sort of um, uh, airport cigarettes for cheaper. Oh yeah, duty free. Or just, oh, there's the it's a very particular brand. It's called Benson Gold Special Filter, and oh, they do little boxes. And for whatever reason, they're really cheap. And you can buy a box of them if he knows you, or you can buy a Lucy for like I think it, it used to be when I was a kid, it used to be like forty p, and now it's probably I think now it's like fucking seventy p, eighty p for a single. Dude, when I first started coming to New York City, I was like 16 for skateboarding. And like there would be these little signs in the deli uh, windows and it would say um, uh, it would be a photo of Marilyn Monroe or Elvis. And then that meant they'd make fake IDs. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it was like a weird code thing. And uh, now it's so interesting because like Lucy's, you still hear about him. You see him like my deli guy. Like I remember when I first met him uh, in Brooklyn here where I'm at now in Greenpoint. He was, he had like a, a group of like winos in there. And like one guy's like, man, you owe me four cigarettes. I mopped yesterday. And he said, man, shut the fuck up. This guy over here will kill someone for, for a pack of cigarettes. And he's like, no, I won't. And he walks out and then there's like gnarly dude walks in. He's like, yo, I will kill someone for cigarettes. It's <laughs> like, that's the best commerce on earth, man. The Lucy shit. Hey man. I mean, if, world, if the world hits the fan, people are going to do crazy shit for smokes. Are you going to hoard seeds? I've got seeds. Yeah. Do you know how to plant them though? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got we talk about books. we talk about this about you coming to the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and being like indoctrinated. Uh, are you ready for rifle. it? What's up? I've got an air rifle. Have I what? I've got an air rifle. Oh, you got air rifle. Oh, have you shot it? No, I ain't sure yet. Because my place yeah. I'm at now I've got a garden in it. I've only got like. A, fucking uh, uh smoking area sort of roof thing but i might i might go shoot it there but um have you shot yeah, a real uh, gun before yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah on your on the tv show you did that right yeah i've done tv but i've done it in like oh uh, i mean just i go gun ranges when i go to america let's do that next time you're here let's uh let's bro, go to michigan that, bro i love the gun range i go gun, every time i go to america do you know it's really a quite a relaxing enjoyable day like i generally like it sounds like kind of um, who's the guy from Taxi Driver? Is it Travis Bickle? Yeah. It sounds kind of Travis Bickley, but like I will go to a gun range if I'm in like Arizona or you know if if I'm in one of them states, I'll try and find a gun range and I'll go there and I'll spend like an hour hour or two and just shoot some guns. I, I enjoy it. Like I've always yeah. enjoyed. It. I, uh, I really there's a place in, place in Vegas called Get Some where you can shoot anything, including vehicle mounted turrets. Sick. Went there for my friend's 30th. It's incredible, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Tommy I'm down, guns. I'm down for it. But yeah, I, I go um, shooting. I've shot in like Florida and shit. Like I like shooting shotguns and all of that. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, I'm, 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 when this clears up, man, I want to come um, hiking. That's, that's going to be my new uh, pastime. Since I quit smoking, yeah. and I've, I'm a lot more healthier, uh, I want to take up hiking. Are you going to wear Air Maxes into the glaciers? No, I've got, I've got a pair. I'm going to get a pair of the Nike. There's these Nike ACGs. Yeah. Uh, hiking boots I'm going to grab. What's that? Is it like all terrain? Yeah. Gear? Short shorts. 
ACG, yeah. I'm gonna get short shorts. Yeah, you should look like the, you should do I'm like a, get, like crocodile hunter style. Yeah, and I'm gonna get the stick. You know that stick? A walking stick? Yeah, not like a but hiking stick. A trekking pole? Yes. Or, yes, or do you want a real stick with like a feather and like a white no, girl? No, I want a, a trekking pole. You want to go full white girl, or do you want to go like full tech somewhere in the middle? Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know what either those references are. So middle. Oh, you'll see. You'll see right when you start hiking. We're meant to go Washington, isn't it? What? We're meant to go Washington. Yeah, we need to go. I've been there quite a bit during all this sh- uh, shit, which is weird because yeah. it's weird saying a place you travel to and then you feel bad. But that that is by far. I've been all over during this thing. Um, you drive? You when drive I, over. Yeah, no, I just I fly in, I rent a car, and then I just buy groceries once, and then I'll be in the mountains for two weeks. And I don't see anybody other than like instructors or like – you know, like I'm going back out in January to Tahoe to do to get some licensing for like uh, some avalanche stuff, and uh, um, just learn how to be safer in the mountains. And it's amazing one how how little I spend, two how I don't interact with anybody in terms of closeness. Even when you pump gas, dude, like if you're in Oregon, they pump it for you. You don't have to get out of the car. Like all of this stuff is really easy uh, to do. The problem though is like the issue is the air travel, but they're saying. There's been no documented cases of, of like spread going in an airplane environment, I think. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah, I get them. Yeah, I mean, again, but, it's like, it sounds bad to say, but there has to be a point where life moves, you know? And we yeah. have to live life. You have to live life. You can't. And I'm not saying to say to go have a party and go start tongue kissing people, but. I'm saying, you know, if you have, yeah, but if you got to go somewhere, you got to go, you know, the same way with work. If I got to go work, I got to go work. It's like during when it was the in between time between um, the first and the second lockdown. So around summer, like I got a gig in Rotterdam, you know, Holland was open. We were allowed to travel to Holland. I had to go, you know, I had to go work. Do you You like it up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been Holland, man. I've been Holland like 30 times, man. I want to, once the world's back open, I want to come with you. I want to check that out. I've only been to Schiphol before. Shows are supposed to be good, though. Bed said oh, it's like. Man. Amsterdam's no fucking joke, man. That's a good club, and the Rotterdam club's good. Uh, man, I, do you know what, man? Like, comedy's blessed me with travel. Like, I've been mad. Like, in terms of, like, you know, especially, you know, coming from where I come from and just being the person I was, I would never have gone to these countries. I would have gone to Amsterdam, but. You know, I went, fuck, I've been like Estonia, Latvia, Finland, you know, Romania, Lithuania. I've been all over, man. And, you know, that's that's the one thing I truly do miss is to travel. I still love fucking going to Europe. That's how I came up. I would go Europe because in Europe, their gigs are midweek. So yeah. You could go midweek, earn decent money, and then come back on the weekend. And that's how I was paying my bills. I was fucking going every week. I was going Belgium, fucking... That's Holland, I was going Sweden, I was going fucking, you know, Latvia, Estonia, Finland, you know, coming back and forth, France, Austria, Norway, all of that, just going back and forth. I really like that. Like, uh, I did Poland last February just to go oh, yeah, climbing yeah. there. And like, dude, mm-hmm. Eastern, yeah, that's the first time ever in Eastern Europe, that place goes. It's so good over there. Yeah, they especially got- comedy-wise, because I think it's like, in England and America, we've been spoiled that we've had comedy like on TV or just in our lives. It's cultural now. So yeah. we take comedy for granted. You go to certain countries. Like I remember when I first did, this was maybe, fuck, this was maybe like four or five years ago now, but I went to uh, Latvia for the first time. 
and the comedy club was in this little, you know, little rock club. Most of the people were standing and it was like they were so excited because comedy was cool again. It felt comedy yeah. was cool. And yeah. It was sexy and it was kind of dangerous. And, you know, and I think, you know, a lot of it, I might be wrong, it's probably me overthinking it, but a lot of it might even play into the fact that these are ex-communist countries. Yeah. So they sort of, you know, have a generation that have lived through you're not allowed to say what you want to say, you know, from the Soviet Union and shit. Definitely. So when so someone saying something that that they want to say still holds impact. It's still like fuck. Someone's actually saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred percent. I've never, I've never been to. I've been to China quite a bit, but I've never been to like former Soviet Union spots. In that, even like the architecture, that brutalism, those massive mm -hmm. monolith structures that. Like you start reading about them and you're like, oh, it's to make the people feel small and significant. Like it's all, it's all nah. designed that way. And the you crowds, know, man, they like, what's up? No, it's like, carry on, carry on. Oh, the crowds, like it was a different level of like, it was excitement. And like we went out afterwards and went out drinking and like, it, dude, it was just like, it was fucking February in Krakow, Poland. So it was really cold, but everyone there was like fired up and like, you know, the comedy's very new there. So they're open mics too. And so you, you kind of yeah. meet the micers and then like, you know, the show night, they've got like their, you know, everyone gets to rotate who gets to open. And yeah. like afterwards, everyone's like, I like of all the traveling I've done for comedy. I, what I really like is that when a scene is just small enough to where everyone's positive and working with each other, yeah. they haven't gotten to the cutthroat phase yet. You know, and they start oh, yeah, yeah. the money <laughs> hasn't been involved yet. Yeah, yeah, like Barcelona is another example of like why I keep going back, which is like before all this happened, you're going to come down and do some shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, dude, it's like it's like a young, vibrant scene. Everyone's really, you know, uh, they work together. They push everybody up. But then you get to like some of the other scenes that you visited them in their infancy. And then a year later, you come back like, oh, yeah, don't. Someone sells a fucking cokehead. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't play that yeah. guy's club. He's a cunt. Yeah. You know, uh, if you play his club, you can't play my club and all that type of boy. Oh, it's yeah. You know, um, uh, talking about old Soviet structures, uh, I remember I spent a lot of time in Ukraine when I was filming. Ooh. And man, they, they just have these big, hard, concrete buildings. And what the weirdest thing is when you go Ukraine is that some of this, some people still have old communist jobs. Okay. Because in communism, everyone works in it, right? Yeah. And they so they kind of make jobs that aren't really jobs. Like there'll be a guy where he, his job is to sit at the bottom of the escalator and tell you not to run. Yeah. Right. And shit like that. And there was this really weird job this guy had where it was like, up, I'm telling you, it's the middle of fucking nowhere. Like we're in, we're, we're, we're like to go anywhere that's a town is fucking hours drives, hours of driving and we're driving. And then there's like, uh, in the middle of nowhere, there's like a, you know, right where there's a train track and then there's a, the, 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 I don't know what they call the cross, crossing. The cross the crossing. Yeah. There was a guy in the booth in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> and he was in the booth and he just, and like no cars are there. No cars yeah. are coming. And like, it's like he hasn't seen it. And he, he go, he, and he, he comes and he comes and he opens the thing and yeah. <laughs> you cross. And it was like, this guy's been working that job for fucking forever. Yeah. He's a crossing guard guy. Yeah. He's a crossing. And he's That's like, the, like in the old vice with Shane Smith, the North Korea documentary where they visit yeah. like the tourist thing and they visit that girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, in a restaurant right. and she just basically waits there for three times a year. And when people, when they bring like their fake tourism stuff in, it's like, yeah. man, man, we, we went into, 
we went into some like weird bars in Krakow, just walking around, just kind of getting into mischief. And uh, it was funny. Like, there's, I noticed this. We so we went out climbing. So went out in the Tetris, which is like south, and then it's right on the Slovakian border. And there was like Russians on the bus that bring you to the trailhead, where then you have to hike six miles in, and then you're at a, a mountain refuge. And uh, it was funny to be American and not. I mean, being American and not like is a, is a phenomenon that isn't exactly new. But particularly, like, my friend Sean and I were out there climbing. And, like, dude, there's, like, four Russian dudes that were in the same refuge. Just, like, fucking were making fun of us so hard the entire time. Not in English. But you could just, you know, you can tell you get your balls busted. Yeah, yeah, they know it's about you. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, a six-foot-two blonde-haired white boy, I can take it. And I probably deserve it. So it's kind of interesting to be, like, the laughing and fucking American too. Yeah, they're laughing. Yeah, fucking, it's crazy. But then we were in a, a bar in Krakow, and uh, we just like went into like a shitty old bar and just to like hang out and have a beer. And it was funny because like it was all kind of light and cheery. And then like you could tell, you know, when someone's talking shit in our language about you, but they're doing it in like a lifting voice, so they act like it's not going on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's just interesting to to be like that's not public enemy, but. It's definitely left over. It's always the generation that's like from the Cold War. Like yeah. they just remember yeah. like how how fucking fucked up it was. It's very. They remember weird. your GIs and shit. Yeah, and they also remember like Perestroika when they lost everything. Mm-hmm. Like when everything yeah. kind of came down. It's pretty wild. Oh, I listened yeah. to Ed Crud. Tell me about podcast with Ed. What about? <laughs> but we we do you know what that podcast yeah, is? Uh, I like it. First off, it's called In Curve We Trust. It's with you and Ed Knight. Yeah, it's me and Ed Knight, and we hardly ever fucking do it, man. We're just like, me and Ed are just fucking, like, together. Like, by ourselves, we're we're kind of flaky. But when we link up, it's just, it's impossible. And it's weird because people like it. It's like, people do enjoy it. It's just me and and this guy called Ed. And how we started the podcast is, is that I'm a bit older than Ed, and I think he's a bit of a cuck, and he thinks I'm a bit of a dinosaur. Yeah. And so it's basically us, and but we both have a mentality of that. We're both, but we're both degenerates. Yeah, but we're both trying to not be scumbags. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and we're not trying to be evil, but we're degenerates. And it's that kind of thing of like you know we sort of disagree on his sort of you know hard sort of social uh, liberalism, and he thinks I'm a bit of a you know not conservative, but a you know bit of a juxtaposed to that so yeah so we do that but i've actually got another podcast coming out uh soon i just need to fucking try and get the dates right is uh i'm gonna be doing one with my friend who's currently in prison and we're gonna try and record a podcast together through him when he's on the phone time damn that's like so he's had the recorded sound through the phone yeah 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 yeah. we're gonna record it yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna record it um and it's basically him and we're going to try and do a podcast and it's, he should be being released soon. So, you know, if, if we can't do it like that, we'll just wait till he gets out and I'm going to do a podcast with him as well. And Why do your, be, your you guys' know. prison sounds so nice there. I know they're not, but like, yeah, they're all I mean, called yeah. like her majesty's. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when you're in prison, it's you're under her majesty's pleasure. Really? Yeah. 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 So you're, you're in prison at her majesty's pleasure. So, until you know, because you can get you can get pardoned by the queen and shit. Like I don't forget if it happens, but you can. Yeah. Um, I watched the crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like her, her Majesty's pleasure. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just because American prisons are so you know in movies and fucking 
you know, and they're so spoken about. And very and, and a lot of times some of the fucking worst, like violent wise. Yeah. That kind of they just overshadow everyone else's prisons. Like other countries' prisons are bad. It's just that yours are fucking terrified. And they're not like the yeah, like, and the terrifying is the norm. Like 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 yeah, 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 it's yeah. not like that. You know, like in Bolivia, there'll be one on TV. Like, oh, well, the one prisoner that's the leader gets a gun to keep the whole wing in check. That's yeah, an yeah, exception. Yeah, yeah. Ours yeah. are like you know we just had that. In, I think it was in Mississippi, somewhere down south, where basically the, the 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 not the warden, but the warden's boss was in charge of all the finances for all the prisons in that area, and yeah. any money he saved on food for the inmates, he kept as a bonus. <laughs> Did you hear about well, this? No, I, what, I didn't hear about that one. What I did hear about, though, is um, is that's not the judge. That's not the jail, the, the Arizona sheriff. No, no, that's Sheriff Joe. Yeah. That guy is a yeah, yeah. fucking Who's, who's famous for cutting corners. But um, And he's so closeted gay. Can we just talk about was, that? <laughs> I, I didn't even know about that. He's but. making everyone wear pink underwear, and he thinks it's hilarious. Like, pink is a great yeah, color. What's his, This dude is yeah. like an antiquated, closeted Republican. Yeah. Sir. I remember, like, he was like, they want an exercise machine, they want electricity, so you have to cycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they put him in tent cities, and it's like, yeah, dude. He's a motherfucker, man. He's yeah, a, well, that's just what shows you, particularly in this country, that if you're, like, closeted and gay, and, like, you, uh, you're you from a very place that isn't accepting, you go so hard against who you actually are inside. Like, like our Republican senator that got caught trying to suck dick in the men's bathroom in Minneapolis airport, Larry, Larry Scott, no. Larry, not, I almost said Larry David. It's not. It's a senator from Minneapolis. Did you hear this story? No, no, no. He was trying to do the the. Uh, apparently, in the, in the in the gay community, there's like foot signals when you're in a public restroom to let the, the guy next to you know that they're gay. Well, there was an undercover cop in the Minneapolis airport bathroom stall next to him, and the dude was trying to do like foot like foot pedal gas pedal, trying to get his dick sucked, and then he got arrested. And this guy oh, is like hardcore anti-gay. So Sheriff Joe is so gay. Did you hear about those? Uh, did you hear about the Hungarian guy who's like a minister for this far right wing Hungarian um, politician, and he got and he's like anti hardcore anti gay, and he got caught in a gay orgy in uh, in Brussels. <laughs> this happened a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he got caught in a gay orgy in Brussels and tried to jump out the window. <laughs> That's how it always goes. I feel so bad for him yeah. though. Like it's like you, but it's it's the classic movie villain shit where you're like you're, you're you're all this pent up who you really are, and so not only do you like you don't get to be who you are, but then you go toxic and then you get mean and then you take it out well, on the people. I mean, a lot of times it's because they that you because you hate it about yourself. Yeah, you hate it in other people because you know there's only so much you can hate yourself, so you express it by hating the thing. When it's not the thing that's the issue, it's it's how you're dealing with it. You and know, it, it's um, also not like it's not just hating though. You're you're running for office and then you're yeah. legislating against that thing. It's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. most yeah. bitch ass shit I've ever heard of in my entire life. I mean, that's what happens though, man. And it's like, and it's not even that. It's like just an internal feeling. He's acting out on it. Not that there's nothing wrong with him acting out on it, but he's yeah. acting out on it because he knows that's what he is. It's not like he has this thing in the back of his mind and he suppresses it. He, he's, he's doing it. He's doing the thing, but he has to be so anti it because he's, he, every time he does it, he feels awful. <laughs> you know what I'm like, Dude. you know, and it's, and it's with that thing of it, you know, it's sending fucking crazy and poor, you know, I feel, I, I feel sorry for them, even though that they're sort of, um, the way they uh, express it is highly negative by, you know, that's how, like, I just, it, man, it's already tough enough 
to be gay anywhere in the world. That's like, and then you got these assholes around and like, it never fails. And this even goes to like other uh, positions in the world, like, uh, or, um, what's the word for it? Like environmental things, like, like, uh, the, like the anti-tax fraud politician mm. is always the one cheating on his taxes. <laughs> like yeah. the, yeah. it just never fucking fails. It's the it's, irony of it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I know. But, but it's also like, I, I'm, I'm like, there was a, uh, like a club owner here that was like hardcore supporting the me too. Like, 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 you know, just, you know, couldn't stop yelling about it online and everything. Come to find out, he wasn't a, like he had assaulted a, a female here, like a comic. Was it those at the that alternative club? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. UCB or something? What's up? Is that the UCB one? No. Oh no, no, that was a, <laughs> that was a comic that was with UCB that got nailed. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I've already sure. seen that on Facebook and shit, so I don't, I don't know the full story. So I probably yeah, yeah, yeah. This was actually a comedy club. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be shouting comedy clubs names but i don't know the full story i heard some uh, i'm just gonna say it like it so yeah. my bad i don't mean to send for them no it's uh but no, i mean it's like it's confusing because i mean now though but they uh this one guy i'm particularly talking about he uh and then after he got accused he he put out his own like you know letter on medium saying that actually he was the one taking advantage of and it's like what the fuck and i remember i told this dude like like i had some friends in town from chicago and now they're like, oh, I want to go see a comedy show. And like, uh, I think I was out of town. So I was like, oh, go here. It's my friends are on the show. And they went in there and it's like, uh, you know, right when you walk in, there's like these massive signs that say like, I can't breathe. And, you know, very like in your face, like pro activism, which is awesome. And then they went to buy tickets and then like, you know, they dress well. And the guy was like giving them shit and was like, you know, it's alternative comedy. And they're like, uh, I mean, I just want to see a comedy show. They they're believe, black. Like, a week later, this shit happens. And you're like, dude. Because well, they were black? What's that? Were they black? No, no, they were white. But the, 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 oh, the guy oh, that owned oh. it was just like basically being like, oh, you guys are fucking yuppies. You, uh... Oh, because they're yuppies. Okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, know, sorry. I didn't yeah. Was, uh, I didn't know what the, um, why they were sort of somewhat discriminated. I didn't get what the. I think it's because they're, they're, they're I, I would guess they, they appeared to be squares. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You know, and they're just like nice people with jobs that want to go watch comedy, which is who pays our bills. So it's yeah, like... I think as well as there's that weird thing with comedy where you can people get kind of real, and I, you know, I've done it at times where you get kind of um, people get a little bit mere judgmental about because they kind of in their head they think what the audience should be like. Yeah, this is an alternative show. We have just cool people who wear fucking weird hats. Where it's like. Yeah. You know, you can be a square or have a square job and also like weird comedy. It doesn't, it's not one and two the same thing. Just you know what I'm saying? Though? You don't have to be a graphic designer to enjoy fucking, you know, uh, alternative comedy. Is yeah, that, not everybody know? can be a Pilates instructor. Some people have to have yeah. like real jobs. Yeah, Some people yeah. have, well, someone has to work in the bank. <laughs> they oh, have to. Oh, as a comic being like, someone has to have a real job. Yeah, exactly. Someone has comedy made you unemployable? Yeah. Oh, mate. I'm. Uh, I mean, I was pretty unemployable before, to be honest with you. Like, I've always been pretty unemployable. I've only had like two jobs, and both really bummy jobs. And I got, you know, I sort of jumped before I got fired. But I remember being like seventeen, eighteen. I couldn't get a job at Toys R Us. Like, I just, I could never get. I, I was pretty. I had. I got no qualifications. You know, I got no real work experience. Uh, you know. So comedy has made me un more unemployable than I really was. And I was pretty fucking unemployable before. I tried to get a job during all this at Walmart. 
No way. What is it? I was curious. I saw a commercial. I was in. I saw a commercial, and it was like, do you remember like post nine eleven? I don't know if they ever aired over there, but we had these Budweiser commercials where like the troops are walking through the airport and people are just clapping. Do you ever see those? No, no, no. Anyways, very motivating shit. And they're talking about like essential workers. We need people to stock shelves. I'm like, I'm not doing shit, right? Like. I want to go like, I want to make a difference. Right. I saw yeah. the Walmart thing. I called up and then, uh, I like, you know, submitted a resume. That's fucking sad. Like I went mm. to school and stuff, but I Googled online that you should leave all that shit off. Mm. Um, cause they don't want people that will like challenge the, like challenge authority. So like you should mm -hmm. never say even any, any education whatsoever, higher education. Wow. I didn't even go to a good school. But, because uh, you're, you're seen as oh, look, overqualified or something? Yeah, yeah, they, they, they don't want... Again, this is what I read on Google, so this isn't like, you know... Yeah, uh, yeah, it isn't uh, bad, yeah. Written in stone. Um, so I called up, uh, you know, or I sorry, I submitted my resume, and then uh, I called the number. Was it? Yeah, you call the number, and then they'll get back to you. And then they called at 7 in the morning, and I didn't pick up. And then when I called back... <laughs> He said, you didn't pick up at seven. That's not Walmart material. Wow. And I, could, and I couldn't get fucking hired at Walmart, dude. I was like. Why are you supposed to just be up at 7 a.m. Yeah. If you don't have a job just to be up. Just, fuck, and Walmart material. It's just like, man, like, it's such a fucking, you know, it's so. And it, that comes from such a position of, well, that's not Walmart material. Like, he's, like he owns Walmart. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you couldn't make me the boss because I'll just hire motherfuckers who I just want to hang out with. Like, I, because it's not my money. Who gives a fuck about the business? That's why I couldn't work in a job like that. Cause I'm like, I don't really, it's not my money. It's just as long as, you know, you know, you don't, you just try and not burn the fucking place down. When I lived you know? in Cincinnati, there was a guy that uh, got robbed at a, <laughs> it's not funny, <laughs> but at a gas station and yeah. he, uh, basically he got robbed at like this shitty gas station. In Cincinnati, and then uh, the the robber left, and the guy walked outside the gas station tent, and he goes, "You come back here, I'll fucking kill you." The dude that robbed him turned around and then stabbed him seventy some times. What the fuck? When I walked out in the morning, there was blood still. They were like hosing yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking mud. All for this dude. He didn't. It wasn't his money. Like that's expensive. Like, Stabbing someone's yeah. Like, yeah. What, I don't what know, are man. you doing? Yeah, it's all right, you know, when people work in a bank and they're like, you know, you see in the movies all the time yeah. when they work in the bank and that, and they're like, where's the safe? What safe? Man, <laughs> I'll be sending you where the fuck that safe is quick, bro. I'll be giving you. I said, bro, let me help you carry the bags, innit? Yeah, I'll be fucking, or like when they're, they're laying on their stomach like and they like walk their fingers across the floor to hit the secret alarm. Yeah. Nah, not me, bro. I don't give a fuck about none of that, bro. That's your money, bro. Fuck that! I ain't dying for your shit. <laughs> but anyone, and it's like now they just—I guess they just passed legislation here where they don't have to pay sick pay now for COVID. It's like, isn't it weird that like you have to live to work here? I think it's because, as well, is that they're just man. I I I can't. I don't know. I did. You know, you ever hear something so mad? You're trying to intellectualize and justify it or find some reasoning to it. But it's just yeah. like, oh, like, what the, like, if you're sick, you cannot work. It's an illness. You know what I'm saying? It's no different. So why are you not getting sick pay if you are sick? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. We went through a, 
uh, when my my dad got hurt, I like my dad's a veteran, and I like was look was the VA trying to get like funding for him. So I met in a lot of other veterans because a lot of the VA staff, which were very nice and helpful there, um, are obviously veterans. And then pe- meeting people in the um, meeting people in the in the waiting room and hearing their stories, you're like, like there was like a divorce or not sorry, divorce a widow. Her husband had just passed, and then the check just stopped coming. She's like in her seventies. She had had this stuff forever. The money. And like, you're just like, dude, what? There's no common sense to decency, but it's weird because now we're, I noticed a lot, particularly on my, the racist side of my Facebook feed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this, they compare us to like third world countries. Like, Oh, it could be way worse right now than India, you know, or, or, or like, you know, crazy nations that like have no infrastructure at all. But we yeah. only, why are we always first? when it comes to competitions, but then we compare ourselves to the very worst in terms of structure and government. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, man. It's like, especially like, you know, England and America where we want to be the number ones of the world and we want to hold ourselves. We've got to hold ourselves to a standard that we don't hold up. You know, that we're not achieving, you know, wow. you got, you know, you got, you got to be, if you want to be the, if, if you want to be the country that everyone looks up to, then you got to actually do stuff that people can look up to. Or do stuff that, you know, I don't know, man. It's all fucking so depressing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find a funny angle, but I fucking can't even find it. Man. Yeah, just, you don't have to. It's, it's just a weird fucking, one. I do have moments, though. Like, right now, I have moments where I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, doing good. Staying motivated, like, doing this shit. And then all of a sudden, you just kind of catch yourself looking out of a window. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I think I can live with comedy clubs being closed, but other stuff open. Because you can keep your mind occupied, but it's just you know, it's like everything's fucking shut. Like you okay. can do nothing but stay in your fucking house. Do you know what I'm saying? 10 p.m. Everything closed in New York City. Like even bodegas. Uh, nah, they're open 24 hours. They ain't closing those motherfuckers for anything. Hell so no. What, is, what what stays open? Uh, so fuck. I think just delis. And they're allowed to stay open. Yeah, I you know, I, I don't know why, but they are. I don't know enough about the actual rules. Because you can't you can't tell Poppy to shut, man. No, hell no, you're gonna fucking. You can't tell you. Papi Chopin, bro. He ain't closing, bro. Dude, I will get like chopped cheese at like two a.m. Yeah, uh, yeah, I had like really bad insomnia like a month ago, and that was like so nice to be able like. Oh, I guess I'm gonna talk to somebody. Cheese, yeah, we know about the chopped cheese, bro. Chopped cheese. Know about chopped cheese, bro. What you, you know, know about, about it, Harlem? You know, you know, know about about the chop, don't worry about the chopped cheese. I know about it, bro. Oh, it's the you best. Know. Have you been to the original yeah, Hajis? Nah, nah, nah. In oh. Harlem. Yeah, it's like 102nd and 1st or 2nd. I can't remember. I've never been. I've never been. I ain't been. Oh, I've... so good. Why is your yeah. guys' food so shitty over there? It ain't shitty. Fuck off. England food, this is the thing, yeah, is you're talking about fucking Blackpool and all these little towns. London food's good. But like, kebabs are good. That's like the... the those okay, are good. so we, in, in London, we got Jamaican food. You like yeah. Jamaican food? We I haven't Jamaican. had Jamaican food there. I've had Jamaican food, but not there. Yeah, well, we got Jamaican food here. Yeah, we got but good Jamaican. Not like food. British food. Oh, British food. Yeah, I mean, look, man. You know, British food is kind of like for me. Like I grew up eating British food with sort of Jamaican seasoning, though. Yeah. So well, my mom would make chicken pie, but she would season the chicken, and then you know I'd have spaghetti bolognese, but it'll be seasoned or. I'd have, you know what I mean? Like, so I've always eaten English food with seasoning. I've never just ate English food. But then it's kind of like, you know, like roast dinner. It's just, I think it's just more comfort at this point. Like, I don't think. Roast is good. Sunday roasts are really good. 
Yeah, yeah. I never grew up really eating, but the food uh, can be shitty. It depends where you go, but you know, it's um, fire. It's fucking Nando's. See, I, yeah. See, Nando's like that's like that's like one of the better fast food places is Nando's. But um, your fast food is better than ours too. I think it's quality. No, American Americans fast food. Yes, yeah. everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, the KFC, the KFC right in your top secret is like, we we fucking have rats in ours. It's so gross. Yeah, we got rats in ours too. Um, the best, uh, you eat that KFC there, but I wouldn't eat there. That shit's fucked up. The best, um, the best, uh, um, the thing, one thing I will say about New York is, is you need to stop with that pizza shit. Overrated pizza. Oh, overrated. Like, like the shit. Well, there's like shitty the, the best everywhere. pizza is Pizza Hut, and like there ain't better pizza than Pizza Hut, bro. Yeah. Oh my God! I How would take Pizza fuck? Hut over any slice in the world, fam. Dude, I'll it's like that. your taste buds came straight out of a strip mall. That's so deep, deep dish Pizza Hut and it, Panda Express, best Chinese. I'm joking, but <laughs> Pizza Hut Pizza is the baddest pizza that you can't you can't tell me nothing different. Oh bro. God! I think New York slice, yeah, is so dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's so dead. I can't yeah. believe that. Of all the culture oh, in your mind, and this the high-minded political views, and just Pizza Hut—that's the hill you're gonna die on. Pizza Have you had the deep dish? I'm talking about the deep pan. I know yeah. what deep dish is. I'm just yeah. beside deep myself dish, with that. Pizza Hut, ten right. ten. That's so Be- gross. It's like they basically. Have, have you ever been New- to Olive Garden? I no, no, I've been to Olive Garden. If we're talking about pieces of shit restaurant that tastes really good, it's one time square we're gonna hit up. Um, yeah, I, I want to go. I want to try a dino a dinosaur barbecue. Oh, it's that. garbage. And yeah, I want to go there. I like um, what my favorite fast food in America. I love Chick Fil A, man. Yeah, you know, you're the anti gay Chick Fil A. Mate, that I mate, I eat that shit and I start voting against LGBT. <laughs> that shit with that Chick Fil A sauce, man. It's shit, really I, good. Yeah, Chick Fil A. I was in LA and I had to get, <laughs> I was driving a rental car back like in July and I had to stop in like the Mojave desert and there was just a Chick-fil-A, like a desert oasis. And I was like, yeah, I want to eat before you the airport. And well, just, well, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of all that in and out and all of that shit. And that's okay. It's like, it's very, it's, I'll it's eat okay. when I'm in LA cause I don't really go LA that much, but, um, yeah, no, the fast food's better in America. I say diner food. The one thing about American food, though, is just choice. Like, yeah. so if you go into a diner, you can have your eggs. Like, in England, we don't have sunny side up. No, you over don't. Easy. Yeah, and you have orange-ass eggs. But I think, I think yeah. like, levels-wise, yours is actually healthier than ours because you have stripper. Yeah, I think like, yeah, steroids and chemicals in the house. But, like, yeah. we don't have, like, you know, so say if you go into a restaurant, in, say if you go to a cat, we call them calves. But yours would be a diner. Yeah. Our menu isn't 20 pages. Like your shit, like you go to a Waffle House and you oh, can have it's the best. absolute, but you can have like your Denny's or IHOP, whatever, and you can have mad different shit. But our one is just like you get fried egg, you can have scrambled egg, you can have poached egg, and there's no other options. It's not, and then that, that, However that egg comes is how that egg comes. There's no over easy, hard. No, it's just fried it egg. It be pretty crazy when I've asked in London. I was in Edinburgh for the for the first time I was at Fringe, and I went, like, after a week of just eating, like, fucking that pizza place that Phil Ellis always made me go to. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. that yeah, one. Place, like yeah, yeah. Brick. I was like, I just want vegetables. So I went to this 
like it looked like a hippie spot and i went in there and i was like can, can i just i'll pay can i just get a salad with like nothing on it just like some vegetables she's like oh yeah no problem and then i was she's like what do you want for dressing and i was like oh vinegar and oil will be great and so she brought out vinegar and then she's like oh can, can i put some oil on there and then she just poured and i'm looking i'm like what is that it was drawn butter <laughs> yeah she just yeah, covered yeah. the lettuce and butter and i was yeah, out like fuck yeah man that's that's like no but yeah that's scotland scotland's a bit different scotland they like sort of deep deep fry and stuff but london you know you can get some good stuff in london like london manchester bristol you'll get good food in it but it's when you go small town it's like the most decent food is indian food yeah the, the kebab there you straight fire fuck kebab. It. No, that's Turkish and that's decent. You can get like some kebab in that bottom. The first, yeah. the first time I went to London was uh, it was three days after Trump was elected. I was with Tamer. Okay, yeah, yeah. And we were oh, walking. He's the guy with Tamer, isn't it? How is Tamer? Dude, I yeah, I haven't talked to him much, but he seems to be good. He lived in Barcelona from uh, from what I see. Like uh, he lives he, in Barcelona. Yeah, he moved there. He got married and moved there. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I haven't talked to him much. I like I need okay, to. I remember, I remember, I remember, I met you at Comedy Cafe. Yeah. Yeah, you Bro, were like that was years ago now. Oh, dude, that was only that was that was that, that was Trump's presidency. It was three years after Trump got elected. Fuck yeah, that must be a four years then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was. I remember going there, but we were walking down the street like, um, uh, what's that white church? What's the um? But where Tamara and I were, our Airbnb was in Shoreditch. Doesn't matter. But we white were walk, we were walking in yeah Whitechapel, and we were walking, and I was like, man, like I've been around, like I, I know a lot of cities. I'm like London. It feels very stabby, right? Like, like there's just a stabby vibe. And Tamara's like, no, that's just like an old stereotype. It's not bad. We seriously turn around and these three lads or whatever were fucking with a homeless Turkish dude. And the Turkish dude broke a bottle on a guy's fucking head and then went after the other two, like right, right in front of us. And it was like, yeah, I mean, London is a real, I mean, the thing is, is like, it's a lot of it's become real gentrified. Yeah. Yeah, this stuff still happens, man. It's a you know, it was it's 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 got its rough areas and uh, rough, but it's like this again. It's like any fucking big city. I mean, you go certain parts. If you go fucking Brownsville at three three o'clock in the morning and you're trying to buy coke, you might have an issue. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I, I, I had a. <laughs> it's very, go, going there in a skateboarding capacity. Go skate in Brownsville, no problem. Like rolling friends and you yeah, know, but it's like any skaters. Time, what problems you're gonna get it? But if you mind your fucking business. Dude, no, but this is this is this shows like so we're skating like no, you know no, like no one called no one gives a fuck about skaters because we never call the cops and we're just buried and do our own shit. But I was I rode my bike out to the beach and I just took a lap through Brownsville and I was like, this feels kind of weird, you know. And all of a sudden you hear like behind me, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting bottles thrown at me, sick. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I had to fuck it. I had to go Brownsville to pay a, a ticket. I got a ticket in New York, man. You had to go to Brownsville court? Oh, for yeah. The I had to go Brownsville Court, man, and the guy fucking was trying to get me to go see the judge because he was like, you can get this ticket thrown out. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to pay the $25. He's like, nah, listen, go court. <laughs> and I was like, bro, I'm not fucking going to court, bruv. You know what I'm saying? Because I go court and the sign happens and I end up in fucking Rikers. <laughs> you yeah, you end up in, they call it booking. So you end up in booking yeah, yeah. for the weekend. There's like yeah, so I many go good stories. For yeah, for fucking, so I have to fucking, fuck, but I've got, I'm, I'm not, I'm, if I lived in America, I wouldn't mind as much, but I'm fucking, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I've got a visa in it. And yeah. they just, you know, any, anything, they just fucking, I remember I was, uh, I dated this girl in America and uh, we went to a Walmart and she started like shoplifting. And I'm trying to say to her, like, if I, if they arrest yeah. me for you, I get kicked out of the country. Yeah. 
you know what I'm saying? And she's like, eh. And she's yeah, trying you, to call it. She was like, you're square. And I'm like, I'm not a square. I don't mind you stealing, but I'm going to get arrested. If you if I get arrested with you, then I get kicked out. You get a little, you get bowed out <laughs> by your dad and I've got to leave the country. Dude, how hot was it though when she started shoplifting? Huh? Were you like really, really turned on by her when she was shoplifting? It was, it was something sexy about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, don't pay for nothing. Yeah, you, you, you steal that Arizona fucking, what's that Arizona song? 99 cent Arizona iced tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She steal the Arizona iced teas and that both. Dude, who was, uh, someone just told me that they were, uh, my friends were just uh, on a skate trip. This is pre-COVID, not, so not just fucking nine months ago. But they, <laughs> they were in Colombia, of all places, in Medellin. And uh, the dude they were with started shoplifting. And they have money, right? And it's like a fucking candy bar, so it's like, you know, it's it's nothing. And the owner just locked the door and pulled a gun out and was like, empty everyone empty your pockets. So because this dude lifted fucking candy bars, they all lost everything they had money wise. Well that man. It's just like Bob, it's just it's just it's when you're traveling, man, you just can't be dealing with a hassle, man. Yeah. I don't because, like that. You, know, from there, you get kicked out, you know, it's like like I got some boys where they'll go, you know, they'll go to certain countries and buy weed. And it's like, if you buy weed in that country, you get 10 years in prison. And it's yeah. like, bruv, allow it, man. Just fucking follow the rules and fucking chill with it. I'm going to obviously, you know, have fun and all that. But like, fuck, man. Do you know what I'm saying, bruv? Dude, that girl years. that, yeah, that girl that uh, she was flying in Indonesia with a surfboard bag and they found like a kilo of Coke in a Muslim country. And it was like, you know, whatever that basically someone tried to smuggle and they used her as like the straw man. It's like, that stuff scares the shit. I mean, all the Dubai stories about like weed oh. in your pocket. Yeah, it nearly happened to me, man. I had some weed on me. In Dubai? Am- yeah, but I, was, I, I went to Amsterdam and I bought some hash. And I didn't even smoke it. I had it in my like second pocket. And I must have put the jeans in the wash, whatever, boom, 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 packing my bags, checking my pockets just in case I've got anything in my pockets. And I fucking found a lump of hash and I was going to Dubai. And then when I got to Dubai, they flipped out my bag anyway. And I was like, bruv, I actually had this on me. Oh man, Bam. I wouldn't have, you know. This you girl, know, this I used to work with a girl that was like this, like textbook Florida collegiate, like blonde hair, super outgoing, worked in real estate, and she took a job there. And uh, when she first moved there, it's very weird. Like when you work in Dubai, they take your passport and shit. Like the people yeah. that you work for, you know, you can't. And uh, she uh, basically like so. First thing that happened was like there's desalinization plants there, so basically like you know that they. they there's no fresh water around. So they take salt water and they turn it into drinkable, fresh water, potable water. So like, yeah. let's say like the EPA in America or in Britain, like the people that are like, okay, let's do a one part. Uh, chlorine is the chemical they use to make the, the salt water, fresh water, for instance, let's just use like one part per 10 parts water. No more than that. Right. But like in the middle East, they're thinking like, Oh, what? let's just add more chlorine. Like we'll get more fresh water. So it's fine for them because they're used to it. But for like Westerners, our hair really falls out. So like this, you know, outgoing blonde that I knew a friend of mine, she, her hair started falling out. She getting really depressed and she worked in sales. So she was always like, you know, uh, eyeline all the time. That was like her job, you know, to be a face of a company. So she mm-hmm. got really depressed and then her company flew her friends over to cheer her up. And when they came through borders, they all got like full cavity searched. And so basically, and then they had their passports. So they basically had to sit there for like four days why they'd all been violated before they could fly back out. Just like horror stories of when shit goes wrong. Yeah. Push yeah, this to want- pressing route. All right. What's uh, what, so, what I want to talk to you. So you've done the TV 
uh, done TV experience in the past with your own shows. What do you want to do for the future? We had talked about this before. Oh, okay. Um, like, like in terms of like, we had talked to her like, like documentarian. I know you had worked in that and want to make your own documentaries. What do you want? Yeah, what do you, yeah, yeah. I think that's about? done. I think that's over. I don't think I, I don't, I think, I think the documentary thing's done for me. Um, I think I sort of, I tried to do something and it didn't work out. And there's only so much energy you can put into something. Yeah. And it didn't happen for me in terms of what I wanted to get out of it. And I don't even just mean career. I just mean like what I wanted to create. I couldn't create for certain reasons. So I kind of left that. Um, but in terms of what I want to do next, I kind of, you know what, man? Like I kind of, I want to, I'm, I'm making something right now, like a, uh, some scripted stuff. So I'm trying to move into more that, that direction of sort of scripted and, and, um, sitcom and shit like that. But, um, I mean, I know it's weird to say in these times, but it's, it's just trying to get back to the stand up, man. And, you know, I definitely want to go back on tour again. I definitely want to hit America and travel again. I think I just need to, I need to do one big tour just to get some perspective, comic, com- comical perspective again. Yeah. You know, I need to like try and because I think this year kind of took out. I've sort of become a bit too narrow minded, narrow with my comedy because of just the situation that's happened yeah. of, of, of COVID. So I need to like see the world again to try and put me back in line with what, you know, comically of what I, I want to do, you know. Did you so suck it, when you did your first shows back from COVID? Yeah, I was pretty shit. Yeah. I was pretty shit. I was pretty shit. I was pretty shit. I think I had a couple ups, but I was pretty shit the whole time in this sort of like that couple months that we could do comedy. Yeah. I've been pretty shit. Like I haven't been good. I went to like the first show back. I like went to reach for something because I was like doing new shit and not doing well. So like the ego rears up and then like, I got to do some killer shit and I reached back for it and it wasn't there. Yeah, I did some old stuff and like, the old stuff felt so fucking old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it felt so not you anymore and I just kind of died a bit. But um, yeah, so I need to just, I think I think touring and the script shit is what kind of what I want to focus in more. And it's just kind of like, kind of, you know, doing what I really only want to do as opposed to doing what I think I should be doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I think recently I've been doing a lot of stuff that I think I should be doing for career-wise or for this or for that, and I kind of just want to get back to just doing what I want to do, and you know, and just you know, not worrying so much about the money or the business, and just actually putting something that I actually put myself into and really enjoy doing again. You know what I mean? In terms of like I, a body of work, you want to make something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, even if it's, if it's like touring or if it's like, you know, doing a, a, a sitcom thing. Yeah. But I've got something in development right now that I should be shooting soon uh, that I'm putting up the money for. And that's kind of a thing I'm doing right now as well is I'm putting up my own money for a lot more stuff. And I'm sort of doing it on my terms more and sort of, put, again, having the risk of putting up my own money and not having that stability of, financial backing from channels and stuff but having creative control over it you know what i'm saying it's liberating and, yeah when you put your own money in it for sure yeah so i'm still doing that more and i think that's my plan for the future is to kind of 
create my own stuff. And um, I, and I'm gonna and hopefully next year by the sort of maybe just bef- middle of tour, like or towards the end of tour, or if if I get if I get an hour together, I'm gonna put out like a full, I'm gonna put out like a 35, 40 minute special online. Where are you gonna film it at? You got an idea yet? You don't don't tell me where, but do you already have this spot in mind? No, nah, do you know what? I had a couple of ideas, but I I I am I'm, I'm I'm still thinking about where to put it up. I kind of want to f- see what the because I've got like a half an hour now, which I think I'm happy with like 15 of it. Yeah. So I kind of want to work out the other 15, see what the show is, and then kind match that to venue. But there's a couple little venues I'm thinking of in London. You know. There's a couple of little ones. I would like to do it overseas, but it's just in terms of like camera and stuff like that. Like I know more camera people here and that. But like I want to shoot it nice, edit it nice and have it, you know. Isn't it weird? Like when uh, Gerard Carmichael directed that Drew Michael special with no crowd. Did you ever watch that? Who, uh, no, yeah, I saw that on the HBO. But people are like, yeah, that's fucking. I mean, even like Rogan, I was watching the other day. Rogan's like, that's that's weird. No crowd. Like listen to Gerard's like, we have to challenge the form. Like comedy yeah. is the least progressive form of art there is like least appreciated in terms of money wise and definitely the most like least or the least progressive but now yeah. it's like i had this like weird image a couple of days ago i'm not i'm not gonna do this but i was thinking about it i was uh like an extra in a high school play and i want <laughs> i want to shoot a special with no crowd in my hometown in that same theater <laughs> that's funny man it'd be like just so fucking weird but it'd be cool because yeah, there's like, nothing wrong with that i think i think there's i think there's something quite liberal because i think as well as is as creative people we have things in our mind that we want to make and because no one's telling us it's okay to do it yeah or because we sort of get in our own heads i mean do you know what like that's one thing about lockdown and it's going to sound cunty but i don't mean in a cunty way it's like i look at instagram and there's people just putting out content and some of it's good and some of it's not but they're just putting it out there yeah you know and yeah i wish i had more of that in me because i overthink it like I want everything to be perfect. Yeah. Before I pull it out, where it's, sometimes it's just about putting it out, and if it doesn't work, and that's nothing about owning your own content. If you don't like it, you can just pull it down, and yeah. people will forget about it mad quick. You know. Yeah, there's like a self-importance. At least I'm guilty of that. Like we're like, oh, I want it to be perfect, or you know, this joke I don't want to see. Now that Stan's been gone for so many months. I'm like looking at like when uh when Daniel and I did comedy on state uh, uh in which is like the best club in the United States and like I featured yeah. for him, they have like a multicam system there that every set they just send you. Oh, six. It's six, fucking six. amazing. And so I was like, oh, this is great. Like you know, and then you have your submission videos, but I don't have any content out there. And now I'm like, what the fuck are you waiting for? What? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. no one's gonna like, oh, I spoiled my ender <laughs> like when they see yeah, me yeah, yeah. No, five years. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's a weird one. Um, last thing I'm asking, we'll break, we'll wrap it up. Um, yeah. what uh, it doesn't really uh, pretend COVID's not happening, but I like to ask comics, what advice would you give a new comic starting out? Like, let's let's pretend COVID didn't happen, and then then we can do one where COVID yeah, is yeah, happening. Um, and it has to be other than do more stage time because it's a fucking bullshit answer. It's a true I one. I don't think that. I, 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 yeah, that's number one. I don't think it's bullshit. I think that's the honest truth and I want everyone it's the most me, important thing but it's like saying how do you live your day don't forget to breathe you have to do as much day time as possible Stay yeah yeah, yeah possible, but I sure. think I think people and the only reason and I'm not going to debate you and I will give another answer but I think you know and I I, I know why you're saying because that's one thing every comic does say is just get more stage time yeah but at the same time it is probably number one and when I say get more stage time I don't just 
mean it as the general sense of just next question, please. I mean it like people genuinely, because comedy now has become a business where there is um, there is an avenue to do it. Like you, there's, there's, in England, there's university courses in comedy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There is a there is there is a a real set way of how you can make it or how you can get into the business. But and people like because like, I get new comics asking me who have been doing it for fucking six months, how do I get an agent? And it's like forget about that shit. Yeah. It's about getting up. And it's like people think getting up a lot is twice a week. I'm talking about you gotta fucking get up seven, eight, you know, seven, eight times a week, you know? But anyway, but if I had to give advice to a new comedian it would be, I'll tell you this one, enjoy the beginning and enjoy the hard times. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. those are going to be your best memories. So don't worry too much about those times where you're, where, where it's hard and you're struggling because those are the memories you're going to enjoy the most. Do you know what I mean? Like the funnest times I had in comedy was me and uh, you know, a couple comedians. We ain't got fucking nothing going on in the business. We're fucking. We haven't earned a penny of comedy. We're all broke, and we would fucking, you know, talk shit to fucking three o'clock in the morning because we all ain't got nothing to do tomorrow. No one's got to wake up and write a fucking script draft, and you know what I'm saying. No one's got to have a fucking meeting. Everyone's got fuck all going on, and we just talk shit and fucking laugh our fucking tits off pretending that we knew anything about comedy and those are your funnest times man and i think the problem is now what i see with a lot of new comics because especially in england there's a real fast trajectory like there's people who are on tv after their first year two years in comedy yeah that you know you'll see that happening to people your peers and you'll start hating your you know because when i was doing when i started no one in their first year of comedy was put on tv really yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm so we, I didn't have that. I didn't have that where it's like, oh fuck, that person I know is now on live the Apollo. Like I never had that, but you know, and I know it's harder now than it was when I was younger. But enjoy that time because that time's gonna be your memories. You know what I'm saying? That time's gonna be the funnest and easiest time. And it's it's it. There's something there's something uh, freeing about being able to be shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like now, I, yeah. I have pressure now. Like I sell tickets, so motherfuckers come to the show and they come to see you and they're ready to see it and they're not you know they ain't got time for me just to be shit they're like bub i've got a fucking babysitter i've got you know what i'm saying like molly bring it i got a new shirt for this (laughs) you know what i'm saying where you know there's something really enjoyable and freeing about being shit and having nothing on and just you know being fucking young or even if you're old you know but being young and having fuck all one man and enjoy that moment and don't rush and don't, you know, in savor those minutes because that's gonna be your, you know, that's gonna be your memories, man. Dude, that's that's a that's an original one too. Yeah, people oh. pass some some interesting ones by, but I, I like that one a lot. Um so you got some stuff coming out, um, which we'll put in the link below and stuff like that. I'll put your yeah, social media. I've got, I've got some stuff. I've got, yeah, my so every everything on all of my social media is with my name. Uh, sorry, my fucking battery's dying. All of my social media is just my name, Jamali Maddox. So uh, add me or whatever, man. Thank you, Jamali. <laughs> Appreciate you. Thank you, man. I hope you got what you needed. Thank you, definitely. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this right now, and then I'll just hop back on. Okay, give me. Uh, I don't know. Actually, wait. Let me figure out how to do this. If I pause the recording.